0: Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's teaching is Five Ways to Influence Your Leaders. Part of my spiritual growth is I'm doing a two-year Bible reading plan through the YouVersion Bible app. And my listening yesterday was 1 Samuel 9 and Saul who became king before he was king, he had lost his donkeys, his servant. He influenced his leader significantly that helped him become king. First of all, he said, hey, there's a prophet here. Want not you check him out? And, and Saul leaned and moved in that direction. Then he hesitated because he didn't have a gift to give him, which was customary at that time. And the servant found a gift, some silver. And I was thinking, Wow. He influenced his leader to move into his destiny. And certainly as I talk about influencing the leaders over us, I'm not talking about influencing them just to our agenda. But I'm talking about influencing them for their highest good and for their leadership to become everything that it was meant to be. Wow, and we we can do that. I work at Bethel Church in Redding, California. I'm part of uh, the Global Legacy Department, which is the Apostolic Relational Network of Leaders, Revival Leaders around the world who are looking to Bethel. And part of that is the uh, Global Legacy is the Bethel Leaders Network, which is a more intentional connection point for those who say, I really I want to belong to Bethel, I want to help move it forward, and that's my tribe. and I, did a, I just did a, some teaching with Michael Brodeur, a great friend of mine from Pastors Coach, pastorscoach.com, for the associate church leaders to helping them thrive in that role. And so I thought just through that and what I read in 1 Samuel 9, I want to just have my podcast family, I want to share some thoughts with you, you know, uh, to help your leaders succeed, whether it's a church leader whether it's in your workplace, your your business leader, your boss, whether it's in the classroom, education, government, or other realms of society. I believe these five things are going to be helpful for you to influence your leaders because God's called you to influence your leader in a positive way. So number one is to know that you are called to be under that person's leadership. This is this is key because if you don't know you're called to be there then that thing right that double-mindedness and your inability to be in your location by faith is going to rob you of the power to be able to positively influence at the level that you are called to do and so you say, well, I don't I don't know, I just got this job, and you know, listen, you're a powerful person. You need to know, and I believe you do know, if you press, so you will know if you press in, hey God, am I supposed to be here? And really, to stay there, you gotta have confidence. Yes, you may not like everything, but as you consider your options, your option is to be there. If the answer's yes, that's gonna answer a whole lot of things, because the Lord's gonna know about dynamics in there, including the leadership and um, whatever. So that is going to give you the ability to be there in faith. And if you're not there in faith, I'll tell you this, it's going to be hard to influence at the level that you will want to. Number two is pray for them. Prayer is powerful. We have not, because we ask not, the Bible says. So just praying for our leaders and, you know, whatever, if we want our leaders to go to the next level, if we're having challenges with our leaders, if we're not praying about it, if we don't spend time in prayer, then we're missing the beginning point. I love, I just love praying, and I'm just even inspired right now to pray more for my leaders. Dave and Taff Harvey, who lead Global Legacy and the Bethel Leaders Network, just love them. Just thank you, Lord, for strengthening them. The the leaders at Bethel Church, Bill Johnson, Chris Vallotton, Eric and Candace Johnson, thank you, Lord. I pray your strength in their life. I pray you'd give them wisdom. I pray their families would be strong. I pray their health would be strong. I pray their dreams would be fulfilled. You know, when I pray that, that bumps up those things because my prayers as are yours are powerful and effective and it also knits my heart to them i make an investment in them because when whoever you pray for you invest in there's an interesting passage in jeremiah 29 and many of us know verse 11 you know i know my plans for you plans to prosper you and and give you a future and a hope You know, that's written to the Jewish people who are disappointed because they've been taken captive out of their promised land, current Israel, to Babylon. God says, there, I want you. And I want you to have a future and a hope. And if you read the, the passage, it says, pray for the peace of the city that you're in, because in its peace, you'll have peace. You invest you know, it's, it, on one level, it's dumb not to pray for our leaders. It's dumb not to pray for our president, our governor, our local leaders, or whatever nation that you're in, the leaders that you have. Because as we invest in them, then we, re, we will reap the benefits of the blessing that's on their life. So that's number two, pray for them. Number three, way to influence your leaders, honor and encourage them. Honor and encourage them. Honor is a powerful thing. Ephesians 6, it's the first commandment with promise. Children, honor your parents that it may go well with you and you may live long on the earth. Honor releases personal blessing and longevity in life over those who honor. And you know, King David, He. you think about Saul who I mentioned earlier and as he became king and he moved in negative directions he was not a leader that you would want to be under but david was under him he was demon possessed he had issues he had insecurities he was selfish he was small minded but david's heart he had two times he could kill him but he didn't do it even though his men urged him god's given him into your hands right now And David said, nope, I'm not not doing that. I'm not touching the Lord's anointed. David had an understanding of spiritual authority that was incredible. And you know, even though he committed adultery, even though he murdered uh, Uriah the Hittite, God's analysis of him in the New Testament was he was a man after God's own heart, his own heart. And I believe that part of it was this attitude. Now I'm not talking about staying in abusive situations or, or that, but I'm talking about a heart it because honor, obedience is outward. Honor is, is inward. And so that's a way to influence your leader through honor and then through an honor and encouragement. You know, there's something about specifically encouraging your leaders. I've been thinking about Hebrews 10, 24, where it says, Uh, consider one another to stir up love and good works. And it goes on in verse 25, saying one of the main reasons we assemble together as believers is to encourage. And, you know, I was in a meeting recently with one of my team members, and I asked that team member about the worship leader. I said, tell me what you like about that worship leader. You know, that's the question. And, And she said some great things. And You know, when you ask yourself, what do I like about this person? What do I like about my leader? And you're able to identify that and verbalize that. Then that causes you to be able to encourage them because you can specifically speak those things out. And I know as a leader, and I've led churches, I've lead a lot of things. I remember different seasons of church leadership. There's not a lot of people who specifically encouraged me, I had I had certain ones who did, but it wasn't as many as you might think. And so sometimes we withhold encouragement as kind of a silent punishment because we don't approve of everything they're doing. Well, there's no perfect leader. And again, if we're called to them and we want to influence them, and you know, being able to be specifically thankful and appreciative is so powerful. Way number four to influence your leaders is to win them to yourself before winning them to your words. You know, trust is built not through just our constant speaking, but just living in such a way that builds trust. In 1 Peter chapter 3, it's talking to wives who have non-believing husbands. It says, win them to yourself first and then to your words. And you know, I want to behave in such a way that people will want to listen to me. I will want to treat people in such a way that people will want to listen to what I say, that I haven't uh, broken trust through foolishness and through not admitting my mistakes and through treating people poorly or, or just uh, living in a way that my words, they'll interpret that, man, this guy's, he, his advice for himself isn't working. His life is so messed up. Why should I listen to what he's saying because if, if his life is, is so dysfunctional, his advice for himself isn't good. <laughs> and then number five way to encourage your leader is have a life-giving plan of how to communicate ideas and concerns. Have a life-giving plan of how to communicate ideas and concerns. You want to influence your leaders. First of all, you know when you want to give them ideas and Love it. The servant gave Saul some idea. Hey, uh, this this prophet's, and you may want to visit to him to find your donkey. And by the way, that just set him up for becoming king. And you know, when we can communicate ideas without pressure, without the leader feeling obligated, or where we will give them if you don't do this or something wrong. If we just say something like this, hey, you know, I was thinking, and here's what I. Uh, It's on my heart or here's an idea. I believe that would help the direction of this organization But you know, if if you don't feel like it's uh, it's it's right. No, no worries. No worries I just wanted to just give you this thought and you know, just flush it if it doesn't seem to you know Fit that type of spirit I I love that type of spirit and listening to that because then that that gives freedom and it gives God an opportunity to actually use that if it's really of him, seed planting. But if we have concerns with our leader, you know that I believe there's certain, there's certain things we can do, you know, certain ways that, you know, it's a plan, uh, a life-giving plan. And here's some parts of that life-giving plan. Number one is uh, make sure you're majoring in majors. Don't major in minors with your leader and nitpicking and make a big issue out of small things. Um, give the benefit of the doubt if you have a concern don't assume you understand uh, everything ask good questions say help me understand it seems that I saw this I felt that or it seems that this was going help me understand is that correct what were you thinking what's going on help me understand the big picture questions are really good you know being a great question asker is one of the ways to help influence your leader because you can actually uh, help the leader see things from a different perspective, not through accusation uh, as much as through questions. And then uh, make sure you got a good Ma- Matthew 18:15 to 17 plan. If you have concerns about your leader, or something they're doing, decisions, uh, their leadership style, lifestyle decisions, lifestyle things going on. Um, and don't talk to other people. The Matthew 18 says, go, go to them personally. Don't go to anybody else. Don't go. Because if we're a gossip or if we're uh, allowing our offense to get on other people in the name of outward processing, then that is damaging. That's going to neutralize or greatly limit our influence. And, and then uh, you know, go to them, share concerns, uh, share, I, I feel this, I'm concerned about that. Uh, if we're not, if we still believe there's, there's a problem and it's not getting resolved in Matthew 18, says bring somebody with you. That person should be an unbiased person. I say, I got to go again. Um, hopefully that's a person that's mutually respected by both of you. I got to come again. I don't feel like it's resolved. I'm still, I can't seem to shake this. Uh, I'm concerned. It's causing a lack of uh, my trust to to decline. I don't want to have that happen. You start communicating like that and you take it to that level. You know, you're going to be able to influence your leader. And all the time you're saying, God, do you want me here? Do you want me here? Do you want me here? And if the answer is yes, then that's again going to be such a strength to you. Wow, wow, wow. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Five ways to influence your leaders. Number one, know you are called to be under their leadership. Number two is pray for them. Number three is honor and encourage them. Number four is win them to yourself before winning them to your words. Number five of a life-giving plan and how to communicate ideas and concerns. Hey, bless you here from Igniting Hope Ministries. We're starting, I'm recording this in the middle of February 2019. We're starting our annual negativity fast positivity feast for igniting hope ministries It's starting march 6th hey you can sign up for a website we've got two different levels and then also know that on april 25th through 27th here in reading at risen king church wendy and i are doing a two-day event plus actually two and a half day event for those who want to participate in a dinner we're doing on the thursday night April 25th, but April 25th through 27th. Great time if you if you've been blessed by these podcasts and you want more of this and you want a condensed, concentrated conference that will absolutely revolutionize your thinking and your life, then come to that. Go to our website ignitinghope.com for more information and and also just know this and be reminded of this that we're here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hopeless people. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. After love, I believe hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is. Our hope level determines our influence level, and he was the most hope has the most influence. And remember this, the joy of the Lord is your strength. There's no convenient season to walk in joy. Pretty much for everybody listening today, probably today's not a good day to walk in radical joy. But I say it's your strength. You don't need joy at the end of the battle. You need joy in the middle of the battle. And I see right now that you're stirring up the joy. Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice. Thank you, Lord. Thank you what you're doing. Thank you you're moving. Thank you your promises are true. Thank you that that I, I just enter into your joy now in a great way. God bless you. We look forward to having you with us again on another one of our podcasts from Igniting Hope Ministries. God bless you. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.